How do I find a new job? How can I make a career change? And the biggest question of all, can I really find a career that I love? Hey, my name is Jen Smith, and I believe career success doesn't have to be at the expense of living a radiantly happy and healthy lifestyle. As a former HR leader and recruiter turned career coach, I get what companies are looking for when hiring top talent. What that means for you is an unmatched combination of insider knowledge and the best kept secrets about making heart-based career changes and navigating the ups and downs of job searching in today's world of work. Whether you're a recent graduate navigating the job market for the first time or a seasoned professional ready for a career change, this show is for you. So grab your coffee or your kombucha, pull up a seat and get ready to be challenged and inspired to move beyond your self-doubt and take the right next steps towards landing a career you love. Because you deserve a long, radiantly happy and healthy career. This is the Flourish Careers Podcast. Welcome back to the Flourish Careers Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Smith, and I'm here today with part two of our three-part series on the most frequently asked questions I receive about job searching. So again, this is specifically for those who know what they want to do next and are in the process of initiating a job search. So last week, we dove into cover letters, a topic I get asked about multiple times a week. Today, we are talking about strategic follow-up throughout a job search. Now, I know that this topic might surprise you as a frequently asked question. I will tell you, a ton of job seekers reach out all the time asking about follow-up. Everything from when should I follow up? How often should I follow up? Am I bothering somebody if I follow up? What should I say in a follow-up message? And what I will tell you is that believe it or not, follow-up can and should be a thoughtful component of your job search. A lot of times people are going through their job search and all of a sudden they have to follow up after an interview or follow up with one of their connections and they don't know what to say and it becomes this very reactive process. So what I want to introduce here is that follow-up can be part of your strategy and can be thought of in a much more proactive way as you get into your search. And there's a saying out there, I don't know who made this up or who quoted it, but there's a saying that goes, the fortune is in the follow-up. So I will tell you that follow-up is a very strategic piece of your job search. So today we're going to dig into why follow-up should be a critical component of your job search process, the intention or the goal of your follow-up, I'm going to walk through five scenarios for planning a follow-up email in your job search. I'll share a little bit about what to say in each of those scenarios. We'll talk about some general guidelines around how often and the timing of your follow-up, and then we'll wrap up with some quick tips. So first, I want to give you a little peek behind the tent of what it's like to be a recruiter and why follow-up is a critical piece of your strategy. So when I worked as a recruiter and an HR leader, there were plenty of times when I managed 25 or more job openings at once. And depending on demand and how many recruiters on the team, 
Sometimes that number went up to 40 or 50. So it could get pretty wild. And of course, you know, as with any job that you do, that's going to vary by the level of the job you're recruiting for, the type of job. Although the point is that there's a lot going on behind the scenes. So let me dive into this a little bit more. So the other thing I wanted to share here is that the timeline or the hiring process can be very different depending on a company. It can take weeks or it could take months in terms of Most of the companies that I worked with, our goal typically was to fill a job within 35 to 40 days, but there are so many variables that go into whether or not that goal is actually met. So let me share an example here. So I'm a recruiter. Suppose I have 25 jobs open and I get 100 applications for each of those jobs, which is not uncommon. So if that's the case, you can do the math there. That's 2,500 candidates I potentially have to work with. Now, there's a lot to do. You're reviewing resumes. You're contacting applicants to see if they're still interested and available for the role. And yes, my friends, recruiters get ghosted all the time. Then, you know, depending on your role, you might be coordinating interviews or phone screens You might be trying to work through scheduling with multiple different managers if you have panel interviews. There's all kinds of logistics that go into setting up interviews. You might be preparing and getting approvals for offers at the same time and giving out offers and waiting to hear back about offers and answering questions about offers. So there is a ton of moving parts behind the scenes when it comes to recruiting. And with that comes a ton of communication. So yes, there is software and automation that helps track all the communication, although it's still a lot to manage. So the point of me sharing this is that when a candidate follows up, the first thing on my mind as a recruiter is that they're interested and excited about the job. And as a recruiter, if I've got 25 or more jobs to fill and this candidate is excited to move forward to the next step, you know, which could mean that the team gets their new teammate sooner and it's one less job that I have to fill right now, that makes me excited. Or maybe among all the communications I have going on, I forgot to touch base with them and their follow-up email to me is a nudge and a reminder to get them moving forward to the next step in the process. So the bottom line Like it or not, recruiters and hiring managers are quite busy. So before, you know, getting frustrated in a process or being super reactive to your follow-up, remind yourself that this process does take time and there's a lot going on behind the scenes. So hopefully that scenario explained a little bit about what's happening and why follow-up should be a critical piece of your strategy. So now let's talk about the goal of your follow-up. So your intention with follow-up should be a few things. Obviously, first, you want to ensure that you're staying top of mind and on an employer's radar. Also, it shows initiative and interest. And I am telling you, that will set you apart in itself. And then the other thing you want to think about in terms of a goal with your follow-up is that you want to make it personalized. You want to make it as easy as possible for whoever's receiving it to want to respond to you. So 
Generic follow-ups, just like I said with cover letters, do not cut it. So you want to make sure that you're putting a little bit of time and energy into the message that you're setting. So now that we've touched on why follow-up is essential and the intention of your follow-up, I want to walk you through five different scenarios in the job search process where I think follow-up is critical. So I'm going to walk through each scenario. I'll share a little bit about the timing in terms of when to send it, and then some considerations in terms of what you might say. So the first place that is probably the most obvious to send a follow-up email is after an interview or an informational interview. So if you don't know what an informational interview is, we will talk more about that in an upcoming episode, or you can check out the episode on heart-based networking, which I'll add to the show notes. So the general structure of an email follow-up after an interview or an informational interview is to confirm your interest, reiterate your qualifications, express gratitude, and invite a continued conversation. I am telling you, not everyone does this, and it will set you apart. A simple thank you for somebody's time will go a long way. I've even had hiring managers in the past tell me that they don't want to move forward with a candidate if they don't send a follow-up email. So make this part of your strategy. So typically after an interview or an informational interview, you want to send a thank you email within 24 hours. And the message can be very simple. It's just, you know, dear hiring manager, whatever their name is, I wanted to send a quick note to thank you for inviting me to interview with you yesterday. It was great to hear about, and then you want to add some specifics around the discussion. You could share a little bit about the mission or the goals or the team or the culture that really stood out to you. I definitely suggest including some type of personalized narrative from the conversation. This is also an excellent place to follow up if you wanted to share a bit more about something from the conversation. So if something stood out to you and you forgot to mention something, you can definitely add that in your thank you follow-up. You also want to reiterate how excited you are to work with the company or the team and then invite the conversation. So please let me know if there's anything else you need from me and I look forward to hearing from you. So that would be a simple structure for a follow-up thank you to an informational interview or an interview. Couple pro tips here. One, You could, if you've had some communication going on already, email communication going on, you could reply to that initial email thread so your thank you doesn't end up in a spam or a junk folder. And as I mentioned in the cover letter episode, you might consider being strategic with your signature. So you could include a link to a related project, like a blog post or a podcast or a workshop you facilitated, any type of work that you may have done related to the job or the industry or the company. So that's scenario one. Scenario number two is if you don't hear back after that thank you note. So you had an interview or an informational interview, you send your thank you note right away, and then it's crickets. So in that case, I would highly suggest sending another follow-up in maybe seven to 10 days. And in this note, it's going to be a little bit shorter, but basically you want to pop in their inbox, wish them, you know, hope that they have a good week, let them know that you understand they're probably super busy 
and that you wanted to follow up about the role or the conversation. Again, reiterate your excitement and the possibility of working on their team. Put some specifics in here again, you know, what you love about the role or the team or the company. You could even mention something like, you know, if you need any uh, other information as you continue the hiring process, I'm happy to share that. Another quick tip that you could do here is share some type of content that is related to the conversation you had with them. So maybe, you know, you had a conversation about the company growing and scaling. And you recently read a Harvard Business article or a Forbes article about, you know, the challenges of growing and scaling. You could share that and say something like, I read this article and I thought of you and the work your team is doing, so I wanted to share it. So that's really taking your follow-up to the next level and letting that hiring manager know you're already adding value, which is an excellent thing to do before they're making final hiring decisions. Of course, you just close out with a simple, I look forward to hearing back from you, and definitely include your contact information, name, email, phone number, LinkedIn profile. Another scenario you might consider following up is if you haven't heard back from a hiring manager or a recruiter after applying for a job. In this scenario, I highly recommend doing this step alongside your online application. So I will tell you the online job market is saturated. So if you're out there applying to hundreds of jobs online and not hearing anything back, it's because the market is saturated. So I highly recommend taking your application process one step further and emailing the hiring manager, someone in HR, or the recruiter. So remember, recruiters and hiring managers are working with a ton of candidates. So this is a really good way to follow up throughout the process and let them know that you applied. In this scenario, the pro tip is to make it as easy as possible for the person receiving your email to help you. So what I mean by that is include specifics. So this might say something like, Dear recruiter, I hope your week is going well. My name is Jen Smith, and I received your information from LinkedIn or wherever you got their contact information. Then you want to go into the details. Recently, I applied for an HR manager job, job ID number 12345. (laughs) Although I haven't heard anything back, I realize there's a lot going on. I'm super excited about the possibility of joining your team, and I want to make sure you received my application. Again, include the job title, the job ID if it's there. You could include the date that it was posted. You could include a link to the job posting and then let them know you're looking forward to hearing back from them. You might also consider attaching your resume in this scenario. So this, you want to be really specific. So again, as a recruiter, if I've got 2,500 candidates I'm working with and Jen Smith comes through, obviously it's a super common name. So whatever information you can include about the job, that they could use that in their system to quickly look it up. So if I've got the job title and the job ID right at my fingertips, I can take a quick peek inside the software system and say, okay, we are still recruiting for that job, Jen Smith. Thanks so much for sending your information. I'll get back to you within a week or whatever it is. So that's another scenario. So, so far we've talked about follow-up after an interview or an informational interview, some considerations as to what to do if you don't hear back after that initial thank you, 
I shared a little bit about following up after or during your online application process. So the next scenario is to follow up with a warm connection about a job posting. So what I mean by this is if you know somebody who works at one of your top companies, you want to leverage that relationship. So I just had this situation where one of my beloved insider community members reached out to one of their college roommates for an introduction to a hiring manager at their top company. And literally in less than 24 hours, they had an interview. So being introduced to someone at one of your top companies is an excellent way to get your foot in the door. Hiring managers are much more likely to want to move forward with a candidate who's a recommendation from a current or former employee. Just like, you know, if you need a new doctor or a dentist or a hairstylist or whatever, you're going to take your friend's referrals into consideration. Referrals are huge when job searching. So now if you reach out to a connection and you don't hear back from them, you should definitely consider following up just for the reason I shared above, that hiring managers are interested in referrals. So in this type of follow-up, I would say maybe seven to 10 days, and this could be depending on your relationship. It could be an email or it could be a text message or a phone call, however you normally connect with that person. But what you want to say here is, you know, hi, so-and-so, I hope your week is going well. You know, I'm sure you're swamped, although I wanted to send a quick follow-up about, you know, whatever the job is. As you know, I'm working through a career transition and I wanted to check back about the job title, the company, whatever it is. If you're open to it, I'd love an introduction to so-and-so or somebody that works in the function that I'm interested in. Thank you so much in advance for your support and then all of your information. So another thing that you can do here, a pro tip that I highly recommend that we just talked about in one of our weekly Q&A sessions is to include a short paragraph, almost like an elevator pitch or a little quick career story to your warm connection so they can literally copy and paste that into a note to their contact. So for example, if somebody wrote me and said, hey, Jen, I'm really interested in you know your former company. Here's a quick blurb about me. Would you mind forwarding that to you know so-and-so or the hiring manager? Super easy for me to quickly copy that, paste it in an email and send it off. So that's another thing that you can do to make it as easy as possible for the reader or for your contact to help you. All right, so, so far we've talked about four scenarios. The last scenario that I think is critical in terms of follow-up when you're in the job search process is following up with someone you met at an event whether that's an online event or an in-person event. So this is a great way to get noticed with leaders or thought leaders at your top companies. So if one of your companies is hosting an event or a job fair, you should definitely go and then meet people and follow up. And this follow-up should, you know, definitely be sent right away. So 24 to 48 hours. And it would would say something like, Dear so-and-so, I wanted to send you a quick note to say that it was so nice meeting you at whatever the event was, put the exact title. I enjoyed talking with you about whatever you talked about, something very specific from your conversation. 
And then you should attach your resume here. So I wanted to share my resume in case you know of anybody who might need help with and then include the job or the details of the type of work you're seeking. And then you could always, you know, ask for a conversation or offer your help with something if they have something specific going on. And then, of course, include your name, your email, your phone number, and your LinkedIn URL. So that's a great way to stay top of mind with folks that are leading events in an industry or at a company that you're interested in. So now that we've covered the five scenarios where follow-up is critical, I just wanted to share a little bit around how often and when to follow up. This can be tricky. And I know as a candidate, people are always thinking that they're bothering people and that they don't want to look you know, like a stalker or anything like that. But it's an important piece. And I want you to think about this as a strategy in your job search process. So in terms of timing and how often, again, you don't want to come across annoying or stalker-ish. So the general rule I personally follow is three times. So once right away within, you know, 48 hours, again, within a week. And then I would suggest, you know, consider just leaving it for a week or two and then a follow-up again in two or three or four weeks, depending on the situation. You also want to consider your timing. So first thing Monday morning, most people are getting settled and catching up from the previous week. So it's probably not the best time. Fridays might be team events or vacations. You want to consider holiday weeks. So like a Monday holiday, like a President's Day. Some people aren't working and your email could get lost in the, sh- in the shuffle. So what I recommend here is put yourself in the receiver's shoes. When would you most likely to, you know, when would you most likely reply to an email or read an email? So just some things to think about when you're working through this process. So in summary, follow-up is an essential part of your job search strategy. It shows initiative and it ensures that you are staying on the employer's radar especially after an interview or an informational interview, after applying for a job online, checking back with one of your connections at a company or meeting someone at an event. You want to make sure your follow-up message is personalized and easy for the person to respond to you. Keep it short and sharp, express gratitude, and invite a continued conversation. Remember to make your outreach feel highly personalized and easy as possible for the person to respond to you. This will increase your response rate. Okay, my friends, that's all for this week. I hope you found this helpful. And if you are finding it helpful, please consider sharing with a friend. As always, for detailed show notes, you can visit the Flourish Careers blog at flourish.careers blog. I'll be back next week with the third episode in this three-part Frequently Asked Questions series. And this topic is going to be three quick and easy ways to leverage LinkedIn throughout your job search. So thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk with you next week.